Hi, Jody. Thanks for uh, talking with me today. I'm excited to be here. I'm Rachel Glazer. I'm the president and chief creative officer of Rachel G Events, which is my event planning company. And I plan all different types of events, corporate, personal, nonprofit, uh, private, you name it, all types of events in Boston and also in New York and actually in Israel and all throughout the country. Beautiful. Um, Rachel, let's just talk about um, where did you start? How did this company start? You're, you're a small business. You're very successful. Um, I've seen a lot of your events and they are over the top amazing, um, both in the United States as well as in Israel. Um, why did you do this? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've always been interested in events and I've always done events for different nonprofits throughout my life. Uh, most recently, I worked for the Federation, the Jewish Federation Combined Jewish Philanthropies. And then I had my children. I had twins. So I had two kids at the same time with the high hopes of going back and then just didn't work out for many reasons. Um, and I wanted to be home with my kids and CJP offered me a consulting job to still stay on as their event planner. And that's kind of how my business started. And then it just spiraled by word of mouth to different nonprofits. And then one day someone had called CJP and said, my son's bar mitzvah is in a couple months. I need help. And CJP referred them to me. And that's how I got into the wedding and bar mitzvah business as well. So it was all referrals, word of mouth. Um, and I love planning events and I love what I do. So that's how it started. All right. So I have to say that, um, again, I've seen a lot of different uh, events that you have. Walk through the different events that you are, um, that you, one, the ones that you're extremely passionate about. But I mean, where do you get inspiration to design these events? Yeah, you know, it's every client's so different, so you meet the client where they're at. So every event has different inspiration. Uh, weddings and bar mitzvahs always are obviously about celebration and celebrating people and celebrating the way with their friends and their family. So we come up with a, what is the family all about? I meet with them. I discuss the goals. What, what is the atmosphere they want to create for their wedding or their bar mitzvah? And then we kind of carry that out through a theme or a logo. Um, so that's kind of the inspiration for the private parties. It's about celebrating. The nonprofits and corporate usually have a different goal and a different inspiration. It might be fundraising. It might be to celebrate a milestone. It might be to honor a donor, uh, a keynote speaker. So really trying to meet your, the client where they're at. Again, I'd say the nonprofit is obviously about raising money, and that's the inspiration. And how do you do that by bringing in – you want to bring in an inspirational speaker. You want to make sure the room looks inspirational. You want to leave them with an inspirational message. Um, so that's how I kind of meet. The clients in terms of inspiration. Now your events are, I mean, obviously they're, they're hands-on. I mean, they're hands-on, people are engaged. Um, this world that we're living in is very, very different. I mean, what are you doing to help your clients that uh, had these events already planned? Um, a lot of people are in distress, they're the high anxiety. I wanted to get married. I wanted to have the bar mitzvahs. I had all these different things planned. They had worked with you. Um, and then things have changed. So what are you doing for those clients to ease them? And what comes next for them? Yeah, it's a wonderful question. It's a million-dollar question. So, unfortunately, our industry, the event industry and travel industry, got hit first and got hit pretty hard. It was the first to kind of go and have to kind of deal with this rescheduling and, you know, conflict of what do we do with our events. Um, I'm advising all my clients to obviously reschedule in this time period, which is the spring event season. Most of my events between now and June have been rescheduled. And what I mean by that is the weddings and bar mitzvahs, we've looked at the calendar, we've looked at the scope of the industry, we've looked at what works for their friends and family, and we've mostly, mostly postponed the weddings and bar mitzvahs to the fall or even into 2021. Obviously, it's very disappointing, but I really take on the role of kind of 
calming my client, working with my client. I reschedule all the vendors. We walk through a step-by-step process of what needs to happen. Most challenging is finding a date that works in the fall because we don't have that many dates on the weekends for weddings and bar mitzvahs. Um, And a lot of people are still going ahead with the ceremonial part of a wedding or bar mitzvah. They're doing a Zoom wedding at home or in their backyard, a Zoom bar mitzvah at home. They're still going because you plan this important day and you still want to have, which you can, a ceremony on Zoom with your friends and family. You just can't gather to celebrate in person. But I've also been advising people to mark the day by still going through the event timeline that we've created for them, like still dance to the introduction song and still dance to the whore at a Jewish wedding or bar mitzvah, still do a candle lighting, still have your aunt and your uncle do a speech on Zoom. So I, the timelines that I've already had created for some of these events I'm telling people to use, get balloons, put on your kippah, you know, wear your dress, like still mimic it at home and follow the event timeline. And people have found comfort in that. On the nonprofits. I'm so sorry. Are you planning that for them as well? So, I mean, are you guiding them through the process? Because a lot of. Yeah, I'm guiding them and sending them guides on how to mark your day at home through Zoom or with your fiance or with your family for a bar mitzvah. Yes. Um, And there's many things that sometimes they already have their favors and their kippot and they get a cake and they dance around their dining room table. So I'm advising them how to mark the day. We're still planning for the party later on, but if they decide to go ahead with the ceremony on the scheduled day, especially for a bar mitzvah kid, they've, they've studied a certain Porsche, a certain part of the Torah in their service that yeah. pertains to that day that they want to go ahead and do it. On the corporate side, um, the nonprofit's a little more challenging to keep up the momentum. And also I think those events are going to take longer to bounce back because the 500, even the 250 plus, events are going to take a long time to come back. I don't think people are going to feel comfortable coming to a hotel ballroom at 250 and above. I think the 150 and below, people are going to start to feel comfortable and that's going to come back sooner than later. So that really impacts nonprofits and corporate events because those are big and it's all about the numbers and it's about networking and it's who's seen and who and to be seen, right, at those events. So for those events, more of those events are going virtual um, and, not, and not rescheduling in person for now, for 2020. And I'm helping them kind of create, like, what does that type of virtual event look like? Uh, what's the goal of the virtual event? Is it just to get the message out and a touch point to your members or your donors? Or is it to raise money, which is a different situation? Um, so what are the goals? Obviously, a virtual event has its challenges. And I think a lot of people at this point um, are getting a little zoomed out. You know, so how do you make it special? How do you make it special for your guests that would have come to an event. You have to have a dynamite speaker. You have to have a catch. You have to end, have the entertainment on the virtual. Um, I just spoke to an AV company yesterday out of New York that's really kind of trying to come up with some really professional looking um, off the Zoom platform, but how to do a panel discussion and how to present a video. And um, so I'm exploring some ways um, through that AV company to make it more than just the Zoom virtual event. So I love the fact that you talked about, I mean, where you took your company from one aspect to another because you're like pivoting to what's happening. It's one of the things that I love so much about small businesses as well as startups. They, you guys can pivot very, very fast. Um, what are the things um, that you would, what, give me advice, actually, you know, for individuals that are looking to start a business, what would you say to them? But also individuals that are looking for ideas and concepts, how do I pivot and stay relevant to my customers as well as how do I, um, pivot, stay relevant so that way I'm getting new customers in the future? It's a great question because I've had to think of it as well as an event planner who doesn't have probably any events. I have one true still standing in June, but between now and July, I have no events, which is very strange for someone who works every weekend. Um, I've had to really think about how can I position my company and still be out there and still make sure that people know about Rachel G events. So 
as Jody knows well, I'm a big runner. And when I run in the morning, I, my, my mind is clear. I'm by myself. I'm in the fresh air. Do not wear a mask, by the way, when I run. I need the fresh air. And it's not required here in Needham. Um, and some of my ideas, my best ideas have come to me during the run. So one idea I had um, that I've just put in action yesterday is to do lawn signs for graduates in Needham and donate part of the proceeds to Beth Israel Deaconess in Needham and the Needham Food Pantry. That was an idea I had during, the, during a run. So I came up with a sign that said, congrats to our high school seniors. And I came up with a sign that says, congrats to the eighth graders, Needham High School, here you come. And I started promoting that yesterday. And in 24 hours, I already have about 80 signs ordered. And I've got requests from other towns, the fifth grade Needham, nursery schools. Even people awesome. have said, I don't, I don't, yeah, people have said, I don't have a graduate, but I, I would put a sign in my lawn that says, we're so proud of all the Needham graduates. So now on Monday, I'm going to be launching a flyer that has four options. Um, it has fifth grade, eighth grade, high school seniors, and just a generic one that says, I support all the new graduates. Um, and my goal is to donate at least 50% of the proceeds to Beth Israel Deaconess Needham and Needham Food Pantry. But Newton's called me, Wellesley's called me, Sudbury's called me, a school in Maine has called me. I'm a one-woman show, so I don't really have the bandwidth. Also, we're doing free delivery, so I'm going to be hiring some people. On, um, I had a lot of moms who volunteered. I want to get in my house. I'll help you deliver the signs. <laughs> but I might employ some high school seniors to help me deliver some of these signs so it's safe, social distancing. No one has to come pick up a sign or anything. Um, so that's how I repositioned Rachel G. Events. My logo's on the flyer. I want people to know that I'm out there to help our, the Needham community. Um, it's organizing, it's using my brain, I'm busy, you know, it's a lot of admin work, taking down people's name and email and address and Venmo and it's a ton of admin, um, but I'm enjoying it because it's a touch point for Rachel G events and it's getting me out in the community wider than um, just my scope of event planning. I'm now doing something that was kind of out of my realm, I'm kind of running now this lawn sign business and advising other towns. Um, I, I talked to Framingham's assistant principal yesterday. They're going to do it. So I'm advising other towns on how to do it and how to make it work and how to make it a fundraiser. All right. So I, again, you, 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 so, so the day that I met you, you blow my mind. <laughs> you do. You blow my mind that the energy on you is like, I mean, I have high energy, but you literally. I met my match with you. I met my match with you. <laughs> you know, this is one of the things that makes me so happy. Um, so um, to go back to the question I did ask, it got a little lost, but I, that's because I asked so many questions of you. Um, someone that's looking or stuck, someone that's stuck in they're like, I want to do something, but I'm not sure what to do. My business has been closed for four or five weeks. I'm watching everyone else out there doing something and I'm sitting idle and I, I thought I was doing great. I was doing great doing what I do, but I need to pivot. I need to make money. I want to have this company. What is that person? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't answer that question the first time. Yeah. So I would, I would honestly sit down with yourself, like what can my company offer? And that's what I did with Rachel G events. Like if I can't offer events, what else can I offer my community? And maybe start with your community and look around and say, can I help seniors go grocery shopping? I, my family's done that, you know, very simple, you know, and then you post like, Oh, I was honored today to grocery shop for a senior. Um, thinking of ways that you can get your company's name out there by helping others, I think is the best thing in this time, either giving money, giving of your time, giving of your services. I just advised the DJ the other day to just get online and offer your, offer a dance party for fifth graders. Like who are graduating, like come up with a playlist. I know one of the entertainment companies, party excitement came up with a top, tw top 200 party songs put on Spotify. They're not making money, but I put it on my Spotify. I listened to it when I run and I posted Brad and Adam, who are the owners of the company of Party Excitement, love your party mix and people start commenting. So just get creative what you, what you can offer your clients and offer your community. It might not make you money, but it gets your word out there and it shows that you care. 
Um, so think outside the box on your skills. What does your, your specific town or city need? And get out there and help and then tie your company's name or your personal name to it. So, I mean, one, it's, again, it's great advice. Love it. Um, what are you seeing in the industry? So um, in regards to the smaller businesses, and then you're talking about the schools, but what are you seeing in the community? I mean, is it bouncing back? Are people, are, are people understanding the need to support the small businesses and the startups that are there? I do. I think that, I mean, we're trying to all support each other. In my, in my industry, I've put together a lot of networking opportunities. I created a Facebook page for Boston area event professionals that started with like 60 people is up to 200. I also created a group of event planners um, like myself. And interesting enough, I had a call with them two weeks ago and it was 16 women like myself who own event planning companies, like one or two women shows. It was very empowering. You would have loved it. And um, <laughs> so I've just been networking a lot and people are trying to support each other. Um, as you know, Jody, my kid's birthday was two weeks ago and you know, my balloon vendors, my entertainers, my photographers, my videographers, my caricatures, my photo booth people, a lot of these are starving artists that live paycheck to paycheck. So I'm trying to think of creative ways that I can hire them and bring them some business. So I'll, my balloon vendor, um, I hired to decorate my lawn for my kid's birthday. I also hired again a week later to decorate a friend's lawn who was bringing a son home from the hospital. And I'm now getting a lot of calls. Like, it looks like my son's birthday in May is going to be quarantined. I want the number of your balloon decor person. So I'm trying to think of creative ways to help my vendors as well. Um, so that's one way with a balloon decor person. I have a designer who's creating signs for doors for people for birthdays or anniversaries. Um, I'm telling my entertainment companies to come up, like I said, with these party lists of songs and put it out there so kids can dance. Um, go live on Facebook with a DJ night. Um, photographers are doing the front porch project and they're getting out there because you can social distance and still take pictures of families. I'm telling videographers to get their videos out of some of their highlights. Um, so I'm just trying to advise people to use their skills and get it out on social media because everyone's home. Everyone's on social media all day and all night. This is a perfect free marketing opportunity for a lot of these small businesses. You are making me smile from ear to ear. I mean, like, again, you always do. You're awesome in every single way. Um, there's a lot of people that are working for those corporate organizations and now they're home and they're realizing, you know what? I wasn't really happy. I mean, I was going to work and I was just like, kind of like doing it. And now I have this time, this endless time. Maybe it's this time that I should create something. What would you say to someone that is thinking about or really, really wants to leave that job and create their own business? I would say go for it. This is the time. I think this is like a pause in our life where we actually have the time to think. We have the space, we have the time in our everyday lives. We don't have this space and time to really sit and think, what does my life look like? What do I want to do? And being home and working from home for a lot of these corporate people that are not used to doing that. I'm used to that. My business is at home. Um, but people that are not used to it are now home and don't have the infrastructure of the office and the staff meetings are like, wait, do I really enjoy my job? I'd go for it. Think about what you like to do. What's going to get you up in the morning? What's going to get you energized? Um, and what's going to get you from point one to point 10. You know, what, what is that job? Do you want to go out on your own? Do you want to join another firm that does something that you believe in, whether it's a nonprofit or another for-profit, but this is the time to do it. Um, to think about really what, what do you want to do and, 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 and the why, you know, the why is really important. If you had to think about, um, the first day of our new normal, so coronavirus ends tomorrow, perfect world. What's your, first day look like? Um, I'm going to get my nails done. <laughs> um, my first day, it's interesting. People always ask that, you know, I don't, 
I just kind of want to drive around town and welcome people out. You know, I'm thinking of, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a creative way for my business. Personally, I'm getting my nails done. I cannot wait. Um, and I definitely want to go out to dinner with my family, but you know, those are things that I miss, but you know, I think that just getting outside and, and maybe stress-free grocery shopping, some of the little nice necessities. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen like a poof. It's going to be slow, like a slow re-entry for everybody and everyone will have different priorities and what they want to do. Um, but I also want to make sure my family is healthy and safe in the way that we do it. Uh, there's a lot of things and places I want to go when that first happens, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be phased in. I'm happy that you mentioned the phase in part because how do you reassure your clients um, in both countries that you work with? How do you assure your clients that you work with anxiety? I mean, people are going to have high anxieties. Your, your events are, they're high energy. Um, they're very engaging. Um, there's a, it's not just a random party. I see how people are constantly like interacting because you have so many different activities going on at any given time. How do you reassure a person of, I can create this event for you, this a momentous event for you, but yet I don't want you to be scared. Yeah, I've already put into some key practices and key things already because what happened was when this kind of first hit in March, I still had a couple bar mitzvahs standing and they still went through. So we took extra precautions. We first, I mean, on a very basic level, we had hand sanitizer everywhere. We switched from buffets to plated meals. We stopped holding hands, dancing, and doing the horror or any type of dance that, that, in, that involved holding hands or hugging. You know, we kind of stopped that. I started to get my own props to the photo booth. Nobody was sharing the same props and hats and glasses and signs. Nobody was touching the same things. So I'd already put some of those practices into use. Um, and people felt comfortable with that. And I even had one on March, March 14th, that Saturday, even after the schools were closed, 80 people, people were happy to be together. No one touched each other. Again, we went from buffet to plated, but people felt comfortable being in the room. Um, again, that was a long time ago. Um, but I can't sure people. Isn't that strange? I mean, like we, it was, it's a long time ago, but it was March. It was only six weeks ago. I know. It's, I know. Exactly. It does seem, every day is a year. Every day is a year. <laughs> Someone posted the, something that said this week was the longest year of my life. I was like, yes, every day. It really is. <laughs> um, but I, I have a lot of practices put in place as well as my vendors. Um, and we've talked a lot about it. And I think, again, like I said, I think events around a hundred to 150 are going to feel comfortable for people. At least that's what I hope. I think over that it's going to be a little challenging for a long time. Um, in terms of people's, com you know, comfort level. Um, but there's many precautions that I've already taken because I put them into, I put them into uh, use right away when this happens and I'll just continue with them. Um, and, you know, looking at bigger spaces, maybe, maybe people don't sit down for meals. It's more casual. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things I've been thinking about to make people feel comfortable. But I also think on the flip side, people need humor interaction. We need celebrations. We need happy times. I believe there's going to there's gonna be a lot of people that don't feel comfortable and they don't come, which I totally respect. But on the flip side, there's going to be a lot of people who want to get out, want to celebrate, want to see their friends. Yes. And they might not be hugging and kissing each other, but they'll come together and they feel good about it. And I think people are, are starting to get ready for that. And I do think when the weather starts to get nice, more and more people are going to feel the need to get out. Mm -hmm. And maybe people will be doing more outdoor parties and events with tents and DJs six feet away and, you know an ice cream truck that pulls up and just leaves the ice cream out. I mean, I think I'm trying to think of some creative ways that will keep us safe and social distancing, but also be able to come together and celebrate. That's fantastic. I mean, I, I mean, I just love this constant thinking outside of the box. I think that's one of the things that people need to hear a lot more. They need to hear that there are the small businesses that are not just sitting idle and just waiting for the doors to open that are constantly thinking about all the different ideas of how do we prepare everyone and how do we continually educate I think that's one of the things that I love that you've been doing a lot where you're not just coming up with the ideas, but you're educating your clientele and potential clients of how we're doing it, why we're doing it, and the importance of you 
actually helping us to make sure it works very well as well. Uh, because people get excited. You're at an event, you get excited, you forget, and then you have that, like, oh, I just, I just hugged you. Oh my God, I came close to you. And you can't police everybody. Um, it's going to be literally impossible. But if you could actually put it, that mindset before the doors open, I think that's going to be very helpful as well. So um, I always love to ask this at the end of every single um, conversation. Uh, what is the ask? What is like something that you want people to know about you or the ask that you want the universe to hear? Uh, because for me, again, my number one priority is to get as many stories out so that way people can understand how many great small businesses are um, out there nailing it. I mean, they're not just sitting idle and they're just like really, really coming up with creative ways to keep um, their business alive, but also a small business is the community. You guys are the community and it's not just like a storefront where, oh, I, I'm pocketing the money. You are building the community and the community doesn't live without you. So what would you like people out there to hear from you? Yeah, I would love people to know that Rachel G Events is here for you. I'm here to help you if you have an upcoming celebration, whether it's a wedding, bar mitzvah, birthday, anniversary, anything special to mark a day. I'm here to help you think creatively and how to celebrate that, whether it's lawn decor, signage, coming up with some fun music for you, sending you fun props. I'm here to help you mark that celebration in a very quarantine as we say, way that's safe but also fun for your friends and family. I have a lot of great ideas that I've already that I've already put in place and that I, I'm thinking of more creative ideas all the time. I'm also, to, also available to help schools. Like I'm helping meet them with the lawn signs. I'm helping to advise on how to do that while making a fundraiser um, because this lawn sign uh, fundraiser I'm doing in Needham's taken off. So I'm happy to advise other towns. Um, but I want people to know that Rachel G events is here. You know, we have to celebrate the happy times and we have to mark happy times and we don't want those to slide by just because we're home. There's many ways we can still celebrate as a family and also as a community, virtually and on our lawns. Uh, so Rachel G Events is here to help you plan, um, but also help you strategize what works best for your friends and family and make it fun and festive. Rachel, you continue to be a rock star. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, thank you very much for taking- No, thank you. Thanks for having me. This was amazing. Oh. And thanks for what you're doing to promote small businesses and entrepreneurs. You're always a, the number one champion for us. So I really appreciate you reaching out. It, it well, was you a know great what, interview. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's, um, it's what makes me smile. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm very lucky because I get to watch all of you guys on social medias on whether it's like on LinkedIn, the professionals or like on Facebook or Instagram, you guys are doing really great things. And I mean, I'm so proud of you. I'm engaged. I'm, I'm inspired. Um, and yes, as a runner, I mean, I, I see you everywhere. I mean, you have your mother, <laughs> wife, you're a runner, you're an event planner, you're traveling from country, you're in charge of so many different charities. Um, everyone should have someone to aspire to look up to, to actually be with, to motivate them. And you are a little bit of all of those for me. So I appreciate that a lot that you're in my Thank life. Thank you so much. I appreciate that you are doing so Thank you for things. all the support. Oh my God. And there's so much more. So when this is all over, I'm going to come back in to a lot of you guys to see what happened after the day came, like when the, when the day, the day that the, the world opened up again. So I look forward to that conversation. I do too. Thank you. Keep in all touch. Right.